Hello and welcome to the podcast. Breakfast on Midlands 183 with thanks to Tillamore Credit Union's current account, tillamorecu.ie. This is the best of breakfast on Midlands 103. My name is Peter Dunn. I hope you're well. If this is your first time listening, lovely. Welcome along. Where have you been for the last 59 podcasts? Because this is podcast number 60. Nice round number today. And uh, delighted that you're here with us on this wonderful occasion. Hope you're well. And uh, hope you're in good health and good spirits. Uh, anyway, I don't know where that came from. But however, my name is Peter and uh, it is great to have you with us. Great to have you listening. Um, it is Bank Holiday Friday as we record this. So hope you're going to have a good weekend. Uh, or if it's the weekend. A lot of people listen to this show of a Saturday or uh, a Sunday when you're chilling out with a cup of coffee and you want a bit of crack, a bit of light-hearted entertainment. So uh, great to have you with us. Nice one. Fair play to you. If you ever do want to get in touch, by the way, you can't text me or WhatsApp me because this is a podcast. However, you can email me, breakfast at midlands103.com. If you want to get in touch, I'd love to hear from you as usual. This week, we have, of course, the incredible Bad Dad Gags. Um, As well as that, we have live music and chat with Kingfisher. Kingfisher are absolutely brilliant. I'm hooked on their music recently. Uh, they're absolutely... They've got so much talent. They've supported the likes of Dermot Kennedy, George Ezra, Bruce Springsteen. They're going to support Snow Patrol this year as well. Plus, they're going to go on their own tour. They've sold out their UK tour. And they've sold out the Olympia in Dublin twice. Incredible. That's how good they are. But uh, they popped into the studio for a chat... And they're going to play live for you as well. So hang about for that very, very soon. Question for you. What's a willy warmer? (laughs) Do you know what it is? (laughs) You're going to find out very soon. Cameron didn't know what it was. But uh, you and Cameron will find out very soon. We'll have fantastic facts. We have celebrity goss with the likes of Robert De Niro, Andrew Scott in there. And loads, loads more. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday morning, 6.30 to 9 on Midlands 103. And enough of me talking nonsense. Let's get on with this podcast. Come on, hurry up. Your weekend gets off to the best possible start from now. That's right. I came here just for bad dad guys. You did, actually. You kicked poor David Hollywood out. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Poor old David. And what might I had to break the news to David Hollywood yesterday that he won't be here for bad dad guys. And do you know what he said? What? Do you know what he said? Holy balls. <laughs> That's exactly what he said, you know not? <laughs> I'm so glad we have that saved forever. The, yeah, that'll never get old. No, yeah. he's go- he's gonna have to take that to the grave. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on his gravestone. <laughs> Holy balls. <laughs> right, let's get to your bad dad gags. Uh Kev said, Do you, did you know there's loads of people named Mr. Sprinkles? In fact, there's hundreds and thousands of them. <laughs> Hello, chicken nuggets. Oh, that's the wrong one. What was that? <laughs> that's the wrong boo! one. <laughs> well, that was supposed to be. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. the boo sound effect? That's terrible. Boo! Kev. In fairness, Kev did say I'll see myself out. So there you go. He, that was he knew shocking. that was a bad one. Yeah. Come on, Peter. We've been doing this for long enough now. Uh, Duncan Amateur. said. <laughs> Duncan said he was asked, "What's your dream job?" And he said, "Well, in my dreams, I don't work." Good point. Good point, Duncan. Similar dreams. Actually, no, I have dreams of being in school again. 
oh god that's a nightmare that's it is dream. terrifying I know it's a, it's a wonderful dream boys and girls lovely being yeah school. yeah Absolutely. school is great yeah. Duncan said I asked my hairdresser which kind of cut would make me look good she told me a power cut <laughs> <laughs> Borg said, my girlfriend is accusing me of cheating. She's starting to sound just like my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big hello to Derek. Derek said, uh, my friend got sacked from the BMW factory. Oh, no way. Yeah, he was shocked. I asked him, did he see it coming? He said, no, he got no indication whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, let me see Luke is eight Good morning Luke Hope you're well Luke said What do you call a Spanish man Leaving hospital I don't know Manuel <laughs> Manuel <laughs> It's so simple <laughs> uh, That's the best one we've got That is brilliant Luke Absolutely yeah, well, all the adults brilliant Getting yeah. beaten by the eight year old Oh yeah Kids are great for jokes Yeah um, I was at the airport the other day My friend suggested We disguise ourselves as luggage I said, let's not get carried away. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the poor old local blacksmith uh, passed away. Did you hear about that? She said, I didn't know there were still blacksmiths. Yeah, there's still, of course, there's still blacksmiths. Who needs their swords made? <laughs> <laughs> well, he passed away and I, I adopted his dog for him. Right, that's very yeah. good of you. As soon as I got home, he made a bolt for the door. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, Cameron, if you rearrange the letters of postmen, they become very, very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit in the head with a can of Coke, by the way. Did you drink it afterwards? No, no, it didn't hurt, though, because luckily it was a soft drink. <laughs> you get it? Soft drink. Soft drink. Ah, come on. No, 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 that no, no, one no. deserves no, a boo. No, no. Hey, don't cut the booers <laughs> off. Right, one last Rude. one. One last one, Okay. I asked the librarian in the library if they had any books on paranoia. Do you know what she said? What? She whispered, they're behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, I have two more words left for you. Holy okay. balls. <laughs> no radio? It's fine. You can get the full show Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on midlands103.com or you can download the free app from, I don't know, Wherever you get your apps, I suppose. You too and the great BB King when love comes to town, Midlands 103. Uh, I'm a devil for the old TikTok at the weekend. You know that? I do. I love TikTok. I think it's brilliant. But what it does is it kind of gets what, you, what you're what you watching. And if you stop on a video or something like that, or the longer you watch it, the more they go, ah, you like this kind of stuff. So as a result, I ended up going down a rabbit hole over the weekend of watching BB King videos. And B.B. King's one of the greatest guitar players of all time, in my opinion. And I was just watching his fretwork. Watching the concentration on his face. And he was just absolutely amazing. What a talent B.B. King was. I could just watch that for ages and ages. What an absolute legend, ladies and gentlemen. B.B. King, in my opinion, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Anyway, just my opinion. Robert De Niro, he's become emotional while talking about his baby daughter. He was saying it's great to be an 80-year-old dad. Uh, The actor's on the cover of AARP's February, March issue. And the Oscar winner is also a father to six others from two previous marriages. And he told the magazine he forgot how much he loved being a dad to a young child. Everything that I'm 
consumed with or worried about or this and that just goes away when I look at her. So that in itself is, you know, wondrous. Uh, but she has a very sweet kind of way of looking at you and just taking you in. Ah, that's absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Andrew Scott says there is more to playing a role than the character's sexuality. The actor teams up with Paul Mescal for the new film All of Us Strangers, which explores the themes of love, loss and trauma. The 47-year-old says representation behind the camera is just as important as what's in front. Representation is incredibly important, but so is transformation because it speaks to our empathy. And I think actors like to transform because you like to empathize. You like to imagine what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. And I think it's a a real particular attribute of humans. A A UK market had to be evacuated the other day because of fumes caused by a stall holder who was cooking a large amount of chilies. Do you hear about this? Emergency services were called to Chester after concerns about the welfare of shoppers. So firefighters put the issue down to the cooking of a quantity of chilli oil vapour from which had entered the ventilation system. Now, and I thought I was a bad cook. Get this show in full Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on Midlands 103. What did you have for breakfast this morning, Cameron? What did I have for breakfast this morning? I had a bagel and an egg. A bagel. And how did you do? Did you like put the egg on the bagel and eat it or did yeah. you kind of cook them together? Because I know you can put them in the, the, the air fryer that's supposed to be nice. You know, when you put the huh. bagel. Yeah. So what you do is you get a bit of tin foil, okay? You get okay. your bagel and you plunk it on the tin foil and then you crack your egg onto the bagel, into the little circle. And then put the it into the air fryer in the... for yes. Okay. Put it in for about ten minutes in the air fryer. Okay. Maybe a bit of touch of salt, touch of pepper. Delicious. But, Delicious. But then you just have like a bagel with a small bit of an egg inside it, no? Mm, well, you have a bagel with an egg in it. Yeah, but I like to to cover the bagel so that like I'm eating bagel and egg the whole time. Yeah, but it sits on the bagel. It's like part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's only in the middle. No? No, because by the time it cooks, it kind of expands and it like ah, covers the whole bagel. And okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry, I thought delicious. it was all like crammed into the circle in the middle of the bagel. No, then no, no, no. Then I'm just eating bread. No, no, no. Try it. Let me know okay, how you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it. I'll try yeah. it. Um, that's very creative. Uh, I'm just porridge. Porridge. Yeah, I, I can't Which stand the texture of porridge. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. I quite enjoy the taste, but eating it actually makes me feel quite strange. No way. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't do it. There's a lot of people in the Midlands who are having their porridge this morning. Um, Mary Claire and Tullamore said, I'm having porridge with blueberries and yogurt in it. Nice one. Um, oats, milk, water and a pinch of salt into the old saucepan. Bring it to the bubble, then pack the lunch and fill the travel mug with coffee. Then off you salt. go. Was another one. Yeah, a touch of, yeah, a, t- a few people do that. A little, just a touch up of salt. Huh. Yeah, you heard be that surprised before. now. Um, big hello as well to uh, to Nanny Mary who got in touch and she said David and I are having tea, toast and cornflakes the oh, classic lovely. the yeah. Irish classic there you go tea, toast and cornflakes I don't have any statistics to back it up but I feel like cereal and tea is had by 90% of Irish people for their breakfast um, are you the type that eats cereal with cold milk or warm milk do you have to bang it into the microwave the only, the only cereal I'll eat with warm milk is uh, Weetabix Mm. Oh, uh, I know. I know people don't only eat a big cold. Yeah, no, I'm not cold. mad about cold. Kind of similar to porridge. I think the texture is a bit odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but every other cereal, I'll, I'll eat with warm milk. Why do people eat like regular cereal with warm milk? Is that a thing? Oh, I do. Like all cereal. Like oh, yeah. if you like say if you oh. were to have um, like a bowl of Cheerios, you'd have warm milk. Absolutely. 
You freak. Rice Krispies with milk chowed in microwave. Yeah. Shreddies, milk chowed in the microwave. Yeah. Uh, cornflakes. Shreddies? Yeah. Yes. But sure, by the time it comes out of the microwave, it'll be slop. Yeah, but it's nice slop, Cameron. Oh. It is. It's I, nice. Whenever me, I have shreddies, I have to plough through them because I cannot stand eating <laughs> soggy shreddies. So I have to eat them quick enough that they're still solid. By the time I'm finished, mm, I don't. I do like the crunch of shreddy, but That's it has the to point. be. It has just to be. Just eat porridge, otherwise. Yeah, but no, it it just has to be warm milk. You're like a pig eating out of a trough. Yeah, a pig who uses a microwave, Cameron. You Not know. like you who just slops away at whatever you get. Well, I don't. I don't really eat cereal. Mm. Well, maybe you should. You should start then. No, because it doesn't fill me. <laughs> the problem is, okay, I I'll eat cereal. And a bagel and an egg does. Get well, it, do, it does more than cereal does. Mm. I could eat, like, I have to eat about three bowls of cereal to be somewhat satisfied. But have you ever tried to eat three bowls of cereal back to back to back? My kids do. I don't know how they You'd do it. You'd vomit. No, I, I yeah. It's, first of all, it's a that. whole lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it's a lot to put into your body at half five in the morning. Yeah, true. Um, no, I can't do that. No. For me, it's good old fashioned porridge. That's it. Porridge, stick it in a microwave, bit of raisins, happy out. I'm going to start calling you Peter the Pig. Yeah. Peter, all you do is eat slop. Peter the Boring Pig, because it's <laughs> such a boring breakfast. Oink, oink. <laughs> so just before Christmas, we started playing the incredible Kingfisher, and the response we got from you, uh, the good people at the Midlands, has been amazing. So we said, right, this is it. We're bringing the lads in. We had a chat with them before Christmas, but uh, we decided we're going to have to bring them in. We're going to have to get them to play live for us here in the Midlands. And they are with us right now, Eddie Fitz Magoo, Kingfisher. What's the crack? Hi, Peter. Hello. Hi, welcome Peter. to Midlands 103. Welcome Thanks to breakfast. Thanks very much. Yeah. You are very, very welcome. Great to have you here. Uh, lads, you have your tea? We do. We good do stuff. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. You're quite, ready to go. Not quite Barry's tea now, but it's all right. It's well, close. Lions is what we agree. Uh, in the Midlands uh, recently, yeah. yeah. Is that the, that's the final decision? That's it, ultimately. Right. That's it, done yeah. and dusted. Right, okay. okay yeah. Simple as that. <laughs> the sound is brilliant. How would you describe the sound? It's like folk, it's pop, it's nearly Mumford and Sons, Dermot Kennedy-ish. I hate to show all these names at you because yeah. you're not. You're, you're, you've created your own unique sound. But yeah, granted, but like you're always, like why do you start playing music in the first place? It's like someone or, or something someone writes catches you in a way and you're like blown away by it or it's like mm. completely the soundtrack to your life kind of a thing. So I feel like for people who are trying to make music or trying to figure out how to start, like drawing a lot from the people that you really love is definitely a place, a point to start and then seeing where you can go from there yourself as you kind of find your feet is obviously, yeah, you should definitely mm. do that too. But like obviously those comparisons are ridiculous and cheers and every anytime anyone makes mad assumption or mad things like that it's class so we won't take it as an insult at all like brilliant <laughs> yeah Eddie musicians aside artists aside what's your influence oh god um, I, 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 I actually it's gas um, I remember I was saying this to lads recently actually with writing and stuff like I always was big into English and even when I was in primary school I remember in uh, fifth class I think in fifth class I'm going to say Miss Tara O'Connor Miss O'Connor big shout out Wexford Finest I had a massive crush on her by the way actually at the time in class uh, but she used to do this thing where she'd let me I used to write these stories and she'd give me 10 minutes a week to go up to the top of the class and read out the stories that I'd written 
Uh, and at the time, like, it was such a small thing to do for her. But, like, I don't think, I think those, like, little moments or little things coming up through school and coming up through, say, growing up, um, those little outlets for writing or for sharing stories and stuff, always had a real penchant for that. Like, uh, then for a time, like, going into the engineering and doing that kind of thing, maybe took a different path, but somehow you end up finding these things again, I guess. So there's obviously something in the bones or something in the blood somewhere. I don't know where it comes from or why, why you write these things or what you do, which I suppose you obviously have a something there that makes you do it I guess what strikes me there is you had a proper teacher he was somebody yeah. that obviously seen something in you and went we need to harness that yeah 100%, 100%. that is yeah. why people become teachers yeah for yeah, moments yeah, like yeah. that incredible yeah and I like hopefully everyone has one of those you know where you look back and you're like thank god for that person or that person did that for me or whatever yeah and like you're always going to have bad eggs as well where it's like remember we had one teacher who used to just sit out in the car smoking fags and wouldn't come in and reach the class <laughs> um, and I won't tell who that was fair but, enough uh, but yeah you have bad ones and good ones but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely for the same wow. story for anyone looking to do stuff Teachers are great. People around you are great to inspire you to do these things. So. Brilliant. So you go from the kitchen table to supporting some of the biggest acts in the world right now. Tell us what that's like. It's really hard to put into words. Yeah. It is very hard to put into words sometimes. I mean, we're like grateful. Um, like the people you look up to for years and then like they they listen to the music and they're like, yeah, we want to bring you on the same stage we're going to play on because we like your music. You're kind of like, whew, we spent the first... 20 minutes after hearing we were sporting Durham Kennedy walking around little not knowing what to buy where to go what to do standing just looking just at power <laughs> drills just like <laughs> drooling out one side of your mouth like <laughs> uh, you ended up buying a wetsuit yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go on be like what am I even holding here so it is that it's like no people aren't built to do these things they're not mm. built for this kind of attention or um, how do you rationalise it in your head like like no yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, you can't wrap your head around it again. Mm. If you think about it for too long, you get yourself tied up in a knot. So it's great. We're massively appreciative of opportunities and like long may it last kind of a thing. When I was chatting to you before Christmas, we were playing Vancouver yeah. and our listeners absolutely love Vancouver. But it's a song that not only I love, my little lad loves and he's five. Great. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, we were in the car. We were waiting on his mammy to come back out to the car. And I said, oh, look. I'll put on a bit of music. What do you want to listen to? And he said, Kingfisher. Okay. So, right, okay. So, we're in the car giving it socks, you know, Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> it don't matter. And he's screaming in the back That's of the car, so you know what I mean? So, basically, I told him, because I'm listening to a lot of Kingfisher at home, yeah. and he's now running around singing, you know what I mean? Uh, lies, and he's singing Shot in the Dark and all that. That's but so I, said, I said, look, the guys are coming in. Do you want a, do you want a message for them? So this is his message for you. I really like the music, but I just love it so much. And the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there you go. That's what's for you, Magoo. He loves the banjo. So <laughs> what's his name? What an honor. His name is Cormac. Cormac, thank you very much for listening to the tunes. We'll have to get you to, uh, to a gig at some point, man. Get Brilliant. your daddy to buy you a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shot in the Dark. Right. You're going you're gonna to play Shot in the Dark for us. Yeah. But, you know... I know Shot in the Dark, as you were saying, Eddie, is about, you know, let's give it a whack. Let's yeah. give it a bash. And uh, it, music resonates with different people for different reasons at different times in their lives. Mm. And uh, at this moment in time, right, I, I'm doing something really stupid. Right. I'm planning to run a marathon. Oh God. I've, I've never ran one before in my life. And we've given ourselves 18 weeks to train for it. Um, is that but tight? That's tight. It's tight. tight. That's it's tight. tight. It's tight. I've, look, I've never done anything like it before. So right. we said, look, let, let's give it a whack. Let's yeah. do it. Let's see what we can do. And uh, I injured myself recently. All right. 
and it was my chance on Sunday to go back out and try and run again and injury came back again oh no and when I had the headphones on Shot in the Dark came on right and for me that's so funny that's, you know what I mean yeah, that, that's for yeah, me now you know yeah. what I mean but if it all falls apart at least we enjoyed it yeah so yeah. you have to enjoy what you're going through yeah you know and that's what I'm thinking yeah, this, this may fall apart now yeah you know I, might, I may fall apart yeah you know, <laughs> it might not happen but listen to your song I got really really emotional because right. I thought this has hit me in a different way than you expected it this, you know what I mean that's, that's, that keeps happening to us um, people coming up to us and just talk, talking about like they've taken a totally different direction and the same as you like they just made yeah. something for some reason I caught them at the right time and they heard it at a certain moment yeah and it's just again like goosebumps to be like true yeah to be like, a part of that or to, yeah it's, yeah it's crazy it's crazy like it's beautiful magic, song like. yeah cheers. it's actually it's too short lads you need to make it longer <laughs> I, I keep it repeat 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 the 10 hour version <laughs> yeah. Eddie Magoo Fitz Kingfisher let's hear Shot in the Dark cheers, cheers. Push your luck, go to sleep, do your worst, count it three. I'm in love with the thought, oh, believe me, I hardly remember the time of our lives. This is it, here we go, do your best, take it slow, what's the rush? Up in the crosses, a shot in the dark, in the past. Oh, and if it all falls apart, please, we enjoy it. God knows I love the ground, what's the rush, nothing else in the universe, pass all your life, have you reasons to die, oh, if it all falls apart,
Good Radio. Feel great music. While you're missing the music, you can get the show in full weekday mornings from 6.30am on Midlands 103. Oh, Cameron, I'm dying to tell you this one. Okay. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was in a very popular supermarket on Friday, okay? Um, oh, no. do, yeah. I, do I know where this is going? Well, maybe not. Okay. But I was in, <laughs> I was in there look for uh, for tea lines obviously clearly I'm not going to argue yeah good and not, um, not up for starting that today <laughs> no I was there at the shelf uh, looking through and I heard this voice behind me it was like young fella young fella oh no where are the willy warmers the who <laughs> and I turned around right. <laughs> And there was an older woman walking towards a member of staff and he was packing a shelf, a little ear piece. And uh, he was about 18, 19 at most, I'd say. And he goes, sorry? She goes, the willy warmers. Where do you keep the willy warmers? <laughs> he, looked over, he looked over at me, right? And he, he obviously caught my eye because I'm staring at this stage, Cameron. So please save me. <laughs> exactly. Do you know the please save me look? Yeah. And I was not saving him. No, I was going to be a spectator. Okay? That was my job. And uh, he was looking at me like the, what's this about? And I kind of shrugged my shoulders. You know the, I don't know. <laughs> you know. But, Cameron, I swear, I was not leaving until I heard the end of this conversation. Peter, what's a willy warmer? If the fire alarm went off, Cameron, I was going to hang about to hear the outcome. So he goes, uh, uh, sorry, we don't sell Willy Warmers. And she lost it with him. She lost. She goes, you do. You do sell Willy Warmers. I got them here last week. I got them because you can't buy the old ones anymore. And the poor lad, right? <laughs> My heart went out to him. He was getting redder and redder. His face yeah, was getting hot them. at this stage, right? Willy and he just, he just wanted the floor to open up. So, uh, What's a willy warmer? So he said to her, he said, um, where, where did you get them last week? And she said, beside the fire lighters, the fire lighters and the oh sticks. Oh my God. And the sticks. Then the light bulb went on. He said, oh, you mean willow warm briquettes. Yeah, that's what I, oh my God. <laughs> and she goes, are they not called willy warmers? Willy warmers. <laughs> so at that point he kind of started laughing he goes no they're, they're called Willow Warm Briquettes and she goes my daughter told me they were called Willy Warmers <laughs> he goes no sorry they're not <laughs> she goes well you wait till I get my hands on her I'm going to strangle her I'm going to absolutely strangle her Willy Warmers <laughs> Willy Warmers Jesus <laughs> Who makes the willow or is that poor pneumonia? Uh, I don't know. They might, they might need to do some damage control <laughs> for that one. <laughs> might need to change the name. <laughs> uh, oh God! Oh, uh, my stomach was in ribbons. <laughs> I swear to God. But uh, yeah, I just had to tell you that it was just one of the funniest From conversations now on, I'm I've ever overheard. Referring to them as Willy Warmers. Willy Warmers. <laughs> Here, with snow on the way, we might have to we get a load of willy warmers in. <laughs> right, Cameron, I'll let you hit the shops and uh, yeah. should pick up a pack or two for me as well. While you're there. <laughs> we'll share some willy warmers. Oh, God almighty, good luck. <laughs> get this show in full Monday to Friday from 6.30am to 9 on Midlands 103. Do you know when you're driving along and you see one of the speed vans? Or you see a uh, member of Angarda Shikana with the uh, the hair dryer. What's the first thing you do? 
you look down at the dashboard, don't you? You go, yeah, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. Well, Venice is set to install speed cameras on its canals. Absolute no joke whatsoever. It follows a wave of serious incidents on the waterways in recent years, which has raised fears for the safety of both locals and tourists. Now politicians are expanding the laws governing road safety to the famous canals. Venice. Venice is obviously synonymous with uh, their canals. You can just see the image in your head right now. You know, they're on the gondola. They're bringing tourists under bridges and all that kind of stuff. But the cameras will be installed along the length of the waterways with fines handed out to boats that break the speed limit of between 5 and 7 kilometres an hour. So you can't exceed the speed limit of between 5 and 7 kilometres an hour along the canal. If you can do any more than that, for fair play to you. <laughs> Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Weekday mornings from 6.30am. These are the highlights. So the Cure's Roger O'Donnell is among those sending their best to Morrissey. We're told the Smith's frontman is under medical supervision for physical exhaustion. The 64-year-old has cancelled gigs in the US and has been ordered to rest for two weeks. Are you a Bon Jovi fan that has all the t-shirts, the hoodies and the mugs and all that kind of stuff? Celebrating the New Jersey Rockers. Well, they now have a new way to keep the faith. Get it? Keep the faith. So in honour of their 40th anniversary, Bon Jovi are on the go 40 years. The band have released their own version of the board game, Monopoly. There you go. Twists on the original include the replacement of chance and community chess cards with living on a prayer and it's my life cards. Brilliant. I love it. And uh, you never guess who's making a comeback. This guy's making a comeback. Remember this guy? Yes. Bob the Builder. He's getting a movie makeover by the creators of Barbie. And he's going to be known as Roberto. And this is really bizarre because Jennifer Lopez is planning to co-produce the children's TV favourite. He's going to head to Puerto Rico. No joke. Bob the Builder is going to Puerto Rico and is going to be co-produced by Jennifer Lopez. So the announcement comes uh, hot in the heels of the box office success of Mattel's famous character, Barbie. Bob, whose catchphrase is, as we know, Can we fix it? And it's going to be voiced by Hamilton star Anthony Ramos. And the film will dig deeper into what it means to build and it will celebrate the Caribbean Latin nations, Mattel have said. Uh, Bob the Builder launched on BBC back in 1999, ran for 12 series. It's just typical of today though, isn't it? We're losing all our good builders abroad. Send us a text. Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Weekday mornings from 6.30am. These are the highlights. Let the learning continue every Wednesday here on Breakfast with Peter Dunn. I'm ready to be educated. Fantastic facts, Cameron. Fantastic facts. Um, do you let Nala sleep in your bedroom? Uh, very, very rarely. Maybe in the case of like a storm. Fair enough. Yeah. But you, you don't let her sleep in the bed, would you know? No. Okay. Well, letting your dog sleep in the same room, but not in the same bed as you, can help you get a better night's sleep. Did you know that, Cameron? Uh, not in this case. All right. Because um, if I fall asleep, Nala will lick my face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nala's uh, Cameron's dog, by the way, just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> in case there's any confusion. 
Um, How dare you? (laughs) Any confusion? Okay, you think I'd make Kira sleep on the floor or something? Or lick your face, one or the other, I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, Kira, hope you're well. Um, So there you go. Having a dog in your room will help. I suppose it's kind of like a sense of security as well. If you're anybody like me who is brutal here and the dog will hear anything, you know, if there's somebody trying to get in or something, you know. Eh... Mm. Although you, are you, do you do you think you wouldn't hear if somebody broke into your house? Me, not yeah. a hope. Really? No. Thankfully, I've uh, people in my house that do have proper hearing, but me, I'd be <laughs> out for the count. People in your house. Yes. Right. So um, you send you send the wife down if someone broke in. You're not going down there. Oh God, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's a hurl. You go down now and you sort Peter, them out. <laughs> Peter, there's somebody in the house. Okay, come on, deal with it. So yeah. why are you waking me up? Although there's nothing scarier than waking up at four in the morning and one of the kids has walked into the room, they're staring you in the face and you go, ah! Ah! Don't do that to me! <laughs> yeah, it has happened. Anyway, uh, fantastic facts, yeah? Yeah, yeah let's, right. move let's move on. Sorry, we got derailed. Um, who's, who's on your wallpaper of your phone? You know what I mean when you... Uh, I, have, I have an iPhone, so my, my wallpaper changes. Okay. Like every time I unlock my phone. So there's a mix of Kira, mm-hmm. um, each of the dogs. Okay. And there's a couple of the lads. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair oh, enough. and then a picture of my nephew. Ah, that's So lovely. I think there's eight pictures or so that just kind of shuffle every time I that's lock cool. and unlock my phone. Well, they reckon dog owners have more pictures on their phone than their significant others. That's probably right. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, dog, we're on the dog trail here. Dogs can understand as many as 250 words and gestures. Tell that to bloody Nala. <laughs> Why? She doesn't understand any words. No way. Not a dog is brain dead. <laughs> Poor Nala. I hope she's not listening. It's Poor all right. Nala. She won't understand what we're saying. <laughs> we had a dog who, um, every time you said to him, bath, you're going for a bath, he would literally cling to the floor. <laughs> you know, he knew. Why he would was, you tell him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> just to wind him up most you're, of the time. Ninety no, percent of the time, it just your simple solution there is to surprise him. <laughs> um, let's give you one more. Okay. This is non-dog related. Okay. Did you know, Cameron? Mosquitoes prefer biting people who are drunk. Is that because <laughs> the blood is thinner? I don't. Maybe because they get a kick out of it. I don't oh. know. I'm not sure. You know. But I there feel, you go. I feel like blood is thinner when you. When you have when alcohol, you have alcohol maybe in it's your easier system. for maybe. them to digest. Maybe, yeah. Imagine a mosquito with a hangover. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe just like getting locked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not biting him again. No, <laughs> never again. No, I'm done with it now. I'm done with biting. Until eight o'clock rolls around, he's like, oh, yeah. He's to go for the cure. Yes, <laughs> may go, may go back down there. <laughs> some, of the, some of the mosquito lads text him. <laughs> mosquito bar. <laughs> we go again. Let's go. Ash, oh, look, never again. No, maybe one or two. One or two bites, and then after that, I'm gone. I'm done. I'm dusted. <laughs> Breakfast with Peter Dunn on Midlands 103. Weekday mornings from 6.30am. These are the highlights. So, a very interesting cafe has opened in Tokyo that lets you cuddle with micro pigs. Here you go. It's called the Me Pig Cafe. It's in Harajuku. And it's among 10 pig cafes that have opened in Japan since 2019. So it costs the equivalent of 14 euro to reserve a 30 minute time slot with a mini pig. (laughs) 
No, these mini pigs are no bigger than like corgi dogs, you know. But can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> going into a cafe? Hi, can I get um, a caramel latte, please? Can I get cream? Um, can I get a, a muffin, a chocolate muffin as well, please? Thanks. And uh, couldn't get half an hour with an old micro pig as well. <laughs> Well, you're missing the music. You can get the show in full weekday mornings from 6.30am on Midlands 103. Cameron, we have to give a big shout out to Sandra Bryant on reaching a fantastic milestone. Sandra is 50 years old today. Well done, Sandra. Congratulations, Sandra. That's from all of us here at Midlands 103. Uh, you're, ha- only, you're only 19 years younger than Peter. 19 years what I am uh, yeah I'll have to do the maths on it yes exactly <laughs> thank you Cameron yeah <laughs> um, but uh, happy birthday young one is the message from all on the beer bus aka the knitting club she's the president of the club wow the beer, I knew they did more than knit Cameron we could learn how to knit couldn't we we could get um, on the beer bus you know what I mean no problem there depends on how much fun we have on the beer bus. Well, yeah, but you don't have to knit. I feel like the longer I'm on the beer bus, the less likely I'm going to be good at knitting. Mm. Well, look, you know, you just keep practising. But practicing. I have to try. Stay on the beer bus yeah, and keep practising. I hear they're That's, always looking for new members. Absolutely. We, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do the show from there. I'm we'll, happy We'll out. get so many people involved, you're going to need the bigger bus. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I did hear of um, a knitting club and it was called Stitch and Bitch. It's called what? Stitch and Bitch, where you just go and you knit stuff, but you gossip about everybody around the town. You have all the latest are we, gossip. Are we oh, going to yeah. say that on air? Ah, yeah, sure. Well, it's kind of like a you know, female dog type of thing. Mm. Okay. <laughs> speaking of puns, speaking of puns, we are we're asking everybody about your favourite business puns. Do you want to hear a few of these, Cameron? Absolutely. Roisin said, hi, Peter. There's a pest control company called Pest in Peace. I like that. <laughs> Derek said, hi, Peter, what about Thytanic in Belfast? It's the Thai restaurant. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant, isn't one. it? Yeah. Thytanic. I love it. Uh, there's a building company called William the Concreter. I like that. That's William, a good one. William. Oh, William I get the it. Conqueror, I get it. Yeah. Concreter. Yeah, I've yeah, got one. On. Wake up, Cameron. I've yes. got one. In Port Arlington. My, my local. My yeah. local chipper. Yeah. Because it's in leash. It's called Delicious Kebab. Delicious. Delicious. Is it not delicious? No. Delish, delicious. Yeah, Vinny already texted that in, by the way. You're late to the party. Ah, there, well, yeah. He, yeah, well, he didn't read it out. Yeah. I did read it out. You just weren't listening. Okay, well, I don't always listen. Yeah, well, no. Got better things to be doing. Yeah, right. Go away with that. <laughs> um, Jason Donnervan is another one. It's a kebab van in Bristol. Jason, Jason Donnervan. I Jason, don't know that one. All oh, right. Well, he's a celebrity from years ago, Cameron. Ah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they sell Donner kebabs. Ah. Uh, Brendan said, uh, Taco Look At Me Now is a taco van, which is appropriate because <laughs> it's Phil Collins' birthday today. So ah. there you go. Nice Happy one. Birthday, Phil. Well done. Uh, Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. A Tyler's. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a tanning shop, Peter, called Tan Solo. That's a great one. Yeah, you'd love that, Cameron. Yeah. Not because you like Star Wars, because you like to top up your tan every so Do often. I? Oh God, God yeah. it must be it must be far behind. <laughs> uh, I'll give you one more. Okay. I, this, I love this one. I think it's brilliant. Hi, Peter. I used to live in the UK in Wimslow and there is an ironing business run by three women called Iron Maidens. That's a good one. That is absolutely brilliant. That deserves that. So creative. There you go. I know. It's brilliant. If only we were a little bit creative like that, Cameron, we'd be laughing. Yeah, well, if you go to Eden Dairy, every single shop there has the word Eden before it. Oh, give me examples. Like uh, the deli is Eden Deli. 
Ah, very good. Yeah, they've all got stuff like that. Lovely. Very it's good. It's creative for one or two, but then after a while it just gets a bit old. <laughs> you get bored of it. <laughs> Big shout out to everybody in Eden Airy this yeah, morning. Yeah, sure. actually, let, let's give you a clap as well. There you go. Because oh. <laughs> Cameron offended your businesses. Did I? I, I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> 